Welcome to Sex Communication, a project aimed at changing how people talk about sex. It features audio recordings of sex acts, extremely frank conversations, and many confessionals. Please note that our content is explicit and uncensored. And while these episodes may indeed arouse you, the intent is to inform and inspire. Join us now for a judgment and shame-free exploration of sex. Sexy, sexy, sex stuff. Sex. Hello and welcome to episode 62. Today is the quickie episode detailing how I got off from August 26th through the 1st of September because we are now in a new month and it's Labor Day weekend and uh, I'm going to make this one quick because I do have a lot of work to do, but also I want to be able to enjoy a holiday weekend too, goddammit. Um, even though I know I did this to myself setting up the schedule, but anyway, all besides the point, um, how did I get off this week? Well, uh, no, no partners. That's for sure. It was all, it was all self-love driven. Uh, A lot of porn this week. I was delving deeper into the world of bondage and nipple porn. Um, well, I mean those two things together, but you know, there's like nipple torture, which is its own thing. And then another thing where it's bondage, but like nipple play. And I don't know, they all have slightly different tags and descriptions and whatever, but basically the combination of those things. Um, and a lot of it was absolutely absurd. Uh, Pornhub wasn't really great on this category. So I moved to X hamster, uh, and there was one, so I'm sure you've all seen if you <laughs> watch porn. So they're big porn hosts, you know, Pornhub, X Hamster, X Tube, et cetera, et cetera. And then within those, those are kind of housing different production groups, which may also have their own website. So it just so happened that a lot of the clips that I was watching, um, which I selected for a combination of the bondage that was involved, the body type, and the length of the clip, which uh, these were all five to eight minutes, nothing over 10 minutes, but at least over three. Um, But they were all really absurd, but they were put out by this uh, site called Bondagettes. And this whole damsel in distress thing, they have like lots of sub descriptions of what the group does. And they were absurd because it was so the bondage part was like so fake and the nipple part was unfortunately a very small amount of the clip. So it was like, say a clip was five minutes, like somebody wouldn't even start touching whoever was restrained until, you know, four minutes in or maybe three minutes in if we are really lucky. But it was a lot of, you know, this woman getting chained up, uh, mostly chained up, but, you know, occasionally like tied or whatever and in different ways. Sometimes, you know, it's feet, sometimes not, sometimes the whole rigmarole, but there's a whole part where you just, you know, she's looking at the camera and then like the camera will shift to her feet and you see her kind of like, you know, wiggling her toes and her legs and making these like, like, you know, but it's so, it's so, so fucking fake. Uh, it was just ridiculous. I don't, I can't understand how this stuff gets people off, but you know, there's something for everybody, but this just was not working for me is like that. I could just give a fuck. And I could certainly give a fuck if it's some woman that's obviously like making little noises and, and, you know, moving around so that she looks like she's, you know, struggling to, to get out of her confinement when it's just such a crock. If it was real, totally be into that. 
but it wasn't real. Uh, anyway, what are you going to do? Um, there were other clips that, you know, definitely there was one in particular and I'll have labels on these in the show notes, but it made me a little uncomfortable. The woman did actually seem like she was, um, in pain, but not, I don't know. It's a weird thing watching people in pain and porn. Um, like on the one hand it is arousing, but on the other, especially as a woman watching another woman go through something and being in obvious distress, it's like, there is a point where you really wonder, um, you know, is there level of willingness <laughs> to do it and their consent changing as it goes on? Cause I don't know. Um, you know, porn is one of those things you, you have to have a fair amount of faith in what you're watching. Um, if you are interested in it being ethical porn, if you're not, then that's a whole other thing. But, you know, just believing that all the parties involved are 100% into it and, um, you know, and the whole way, because, you know, just like with real life, things can happen with a person. And at any point, any of the parties can be like, you know what, not so interested in this anymore. Um, but I don't, I'd like to believe the freedom to have those changes in decision, uh, exist in the porn that I'm watching, but how can we ever know? Anyway, that's a little sidetrack, but, um, yeah, so it was kind of a, a range of these things where like some of them were more absurd. The ones that were put out by this group, obviously were all kind of absurd in the same way. Then there were other ones that were really appealing to me. Um, and they put out by a slightly different group, but, um, they were like 37 seconds. They were all really short clips, which presumably was to make you pay for them. But I am not at a point where I pay for video porn. I'll pay for print porn, but I am not at that point where anything has really grabbed me so much, um, in the video world that I'm like, okay, I'm going to pay for this, but never say never. So that was a little frustrating that all of the ones that seemed the best had like the best combination of, of, you know, aesthetic characteristics that I'm looking for. And when I say that, I mean, um, you know, breast size really, and I prefer natural breasts. So, you know, if somebody has big tits, but they're obviously fake, that's not really appealing to me. Um, so just that kind of perfect storm of situation and type of activity and person involved, um, I am less concerned in these instances with how the torturer <laughs> looks, though it did kind of get to me. It was this one guy that just um, was appearing in the, the bulk of the, the clips that I watched, regardless of how it appeared they were produced. And I was like, eh. I mean, <laughs> obviously these aren't set up or shot so that the torturer's uh, attractiveness is a factor at all. Like clearly it's not, it's about, you know, somebody being held against their will. And, you know, it's about that. Not really, you know, who is doing this to them. It's like, just as an, an aside, a prop, if anything. Um, so, I mean, sometimes it kind of got to me. It's, I don't know. Cause I always, I look at porn and I get aroused by it by putting myself in the situation. 
Um, so, you know, like I'm imagining being the person restrained and being the one tortured and touched and groped and, and whatever. And it's like, how would I feel though, if all of these circumstances were there, but this is the face that I have to see every once in a while. If it's somebody whose face I can't see at all, like either I'm blindfolded or the person is behind me and I never actually see their face, obviously it's less of an issue, but you know, I'm... And, and I have this in real life too. And this may have been part of the reason I, I struggled a bit with, um, with some of the play at the orgy was just, I can't unsee it. And it's, you know, I don't know, like it's the entirety of the experience is all very important to me. When I, I engage in any of these things or with porn, it's really hard for me to kind of, uh, block out or ignore, disregard a certain segment of whatever's happening it's all there. So it's like, it, it makes it a little difficult, you know, it makes me feel really picky and high maintenance in particular about like the, the whole setup and like my requirements, you know, but it, it's really just that I'm so affected by all of the stuff. So it's like, if there's something that's off putting, like I can't, <laughs> I can't let it go. It just really fucks with everything. Yeah, but yeah, just getting back to the the whole orgy thing, because of course, you know, plenty of spank bank material resulted from that. Um, and I, I am still thinking ab about it. And even despite all the porn that I watched and the subject matter that I was watching, I was still beating off this week just, you know, with toys in my own memory and replaying and all of that. Um, and a fair amount of that was based on the orgy, but it also made me kind of relive the frustration that I had, this feeling that, you know, I was the only one at this party that <laughs> wasn't just bowled over by the fact that it was a fucking orgy and you have opportunity to just screw all of these people at, at once and like have this, this whole thing. So for me, it's more about the quality of the experience instead of the quantity of it. Like, yes, it's great. There's so many people there, you know, and there's so much opportunity and like all these different partners and different people at once. But it's like, it, <laughs> it doesn't excuse the fact that, you know, if it's nothing special or particularly arousing, I, I don't know. It just, seemed like other people at the event got off more from just the circumstance, you know, but this is my perception. I could be wrong. As with anything that you do for the first time, it's largely a learning experience. So, I mean, I'm definitely more informed and we'll be going into it with a different state of mind when the next one comes up. So there's one every month and I am planning on going to the next one. So we'll see. But, um, but yeah, getting back to this week. <laughs> so yeah, toys and porn, no partners. There is a, a sex conference coming up for me this weekend that I'll be traveling to. And the conference is held in a hotel and I am staying in the hotel that the conference is in. So it seems like easy access for different activities. So I have high hopes that there will be contact <laughs> with multiple people, um, but I don't know. I've never been to a sex conference before, so this is another first for me. Um, but I'll be leaving Thursday, and I come back Monday. So um, yeah, I mean, I'm sure a fair amount of next week's How I Got Off episode is going to be about that event. Uh, and yeah, so... 
that's about all I've got. As usual, all of the links for everything that I talked about is going to be in the show notes and labeled so you know, have some expectation of what you're looking at. Um, <laughs> don't don't expect too much. Unless, you know, the kind of obviously fake restrained female thing is your thing, then you're in luck. There are at least four of those, so <laughs> knock yourself out. Anyway, until Thursday's regular episode, which again is going to feature um, kind of like the crowdsourced content, uh, specifically, you know, questions and tips and topics and things like that. I've had people sending me questions um they may know me and sending them via text or via Instagram or email. So you still have some time to do that. I'm going to be doing the episode a little early because I am leaving on Thursday. So, you know, as long as I get them by Wednesday morning, Eastern standard time, I should be able to address them. So if you have anything you want to know or have me talk about or answer anything like that, just email sex at graphicpaint.com. You can always follow me on Instagram at, at graphicpaint and DM me. I generally answer, but I do really prefer people contact me through email. So just stick to the email. Do me a favor because, you know, you have to do the message request and then I have to notice that there's a message request. It's a whole thing. Anyway, until Thursday, I hope you are very well and enjoy your holiday weekend and have many, many orgasms. And I'll talk to you later. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Sex Communication. Did you dig it? tell a friend, subscribe, leave a review on iTunes, send an email. I really would love for you to do all of these things. And if you'd like to know more about this project, visit graphicpaint.com sexpodcast for additional episodes and background on how this all began. And if you'd like to be a part of this podcast, send an email to sex at graphicpaint.com. Every story and experience is valuable, so why not do an interview or submit your own filthy audio? Be a part of our revolution and help us spread the message of sexy self-acceptance.